Hi everyone, this is Birgit O'Connor and welcome to the World of Watercolor Painting podcast. Now the intention of what we're trying to do is help inspire you to continue painting, give you tips and techniques. We'll be doing interviews and you'll also get to hear some of my live meetings. Now I know that you won't actually be able to see what we're doing, but there's lots of little nuggets in there that I think that you're going to find really helpful. In today's podcast, we're actually reviewing paintings from my Exotic Orchids course. And what we'll be doing is problem solving, talking about paper types, masking fluid, and so on. Now, the fun thing about this is that you're going to be able to hear the students and their questions. So let's go ahead and get started. Okay, I'm trying all sorts of new things for you. And uh, one thing I... Hi, Cindy, I see you. I've got three screens going on right now, and what I'm, can you hear me okay? Let's go ahead and start this. You can hear me? Okay, good, thank you. Okay, so what I'm doing at this moment is I am experimenting and uh, the, uh, uh, with lots of different things. And what I'm doing right now is I always run my, uh, let me open up the chat, there we go. Thank you, Elizabeth. Um, I always run the uh, meetings on my computer. And what I have is I've got a, a monitor next to me, which is on a slower lag, which is probably something similar to what you would see me on. And I have it on my iPad. So I'll make a little video. This is my intention because I'm thinking about like when we have, if you paint with me live, uh, like some of you may have, it's nice to see the demonstrations. Like you may see it on your iPad. How can you see it onto your TV and make it easy? And how can I get the sound better? So these are all the things that I'm working on right now. And actually there is the Apple TV and there is the, um, a little mirroring system. You know, I'm not an Apple TV person, so uh, that's why uh, I'm just figuring that out. And that's all fine, but an easier way of doing that is, which I'll, I'll try to break this down in a, um, a simpler form. Let's see if I can, maybe I can just show you, I'll show it to you this way. Let's go ahead and do this. Um, get right there. Okay, so what I, here I am, oops, there we are, you're seeing this. So what this is, is a little device here. It's an HDMI thing. This cable goes into your TV. Let's see if I can show you. This is gonna be pretty darn, well, I'm not gonna move things around. This goes into the TV, it attaches right here. So if you don't have an Apple TV, oops, let me go ahead and do one other thing. So if you don't have an Apple TV, which is fine, or you have an Android or something, you can get the same type of splitter for an Android, goes into your phone or into your Apple device, and then it goes right into the TV, and then you can see me in a large size, which is pretty darn cool. So, um, Anyway, that I'll be talking to you about that later, but I think that it's going to be really distracting for me right now, and I'm gonna go ahead and turn that off. I just thought maybe I could do it, but um, I think I must have some type of, uh, let me just, uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and just, I think I can just turn it off like, perfect, it's done. Off, okay. <laughs> Okay, so we've got that. And the other thing I've got is I'm playing around with this little mic here because usually I've got a mic and and then when I do the voiceovers for my uh, videos, 
that's all fine, but I'm always trying to think of how can I make it better for you? How can I make the sound better? And I think I'm uh, coming up with another way of doing that with this little mic going into some other little device. And the reason being is that I've got so much that I'd like to share that the thing that ends up taking forever is when I do filming and then I have to edit and voiceover. And so these are just things that I'm thinking about. <laughs> and the other thing that I'm thinking about here is, uh, let's see, let me go ahead and just mute everybody. Now, most of you should have gotten that email I sent. Let me go ahead and take a look at the class. That way I can, I think I've got it in here. Okay, so let's look at this. And this is something new that I've added. I made a little video for it. So as you're working the course, you're, pro you're way beyond this part. But what I did is how to make a quick line sketch for yourself. And let's see if we can, so I don't necessarily want that to play, but you can go there. It's within the course, how to make a quick line drawing right there. It takes you through a couple different programs that you can try and see what works the best for you. And then this gives you some options. And this is the one I used to make that little line drawing. If you have any questions, you can always ask me, but I'm not gonna spend a lot of time going into it right now. I just wanted you to see that. And I think this has been actually very, very popular. You can also do lots of applications on your phone, but I'm giving you just a couple, um, a couple things that you can look at. The other thing that I'm doing here is uh, how to make your own large sketch. Now, I used to have a program that worked really well and it's no longer available. And the other thing I can do is once I make a line drawing, I can make it into an eight and a half by 11 size sheet. I can go ahead and scan it and then turn it into a PDF file. You know, it's really hard to explain that. And so what I've done is in this here, it's giving you options. I'm not trying to suggest only one way. And if you have some feedback, I definitely want to hear that. So what this is, you can go ahead and play it. These are only like a minute. Let's see, is this 10 minutes? Oh, this one's like, I, they're supposed to be really quick. I might take another look at this. It was supposed to be super quick. So maybe I put the wrong one in here. But basically what that is, is giving you some options. And this is a link. I'm going to go back and revisit this to make sure that, uh, that I put the right one in because it breaks it down into a perfect size for you to print on your own home computer. The other option is block posters, but then that's gonna be bigger or smaller. It's not accurate. I'm a little concerned I put the wrong uh, one in here. So we're gonna go ahead and check on that. Okay, so those are the updates there and you heard about the little TV thing. So now I'm gonna go ahead and get out of this for a second. And before we get started, I'm gonna go ahead and unmute everybody just to say hi and if anybody's got a question. So everybody's unmuted, surprise. So, <laughs> okay. So hi, Sarah. I'm gonna just go say hi to everybody. Hi, Sarah and Cindy and uh, Elizabeth. Hi, Eleanor, great, we've got this here. And uh, I guess it's, Lizetta, Liz, okay, and Claire, we've got Claire and Rosita, and hi Jenny, nice to see you, and Lynn, and 
Great, and uh, we've got another Jenny and Margie, Joanne, and Birgit. And um, um, so I, I don't know this one, the, uh, the JBS, something like that. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody again just because I'm getting some bounce back. And if you have a question before we start looking at the paintings, I'd like you to go ahead and unmute yourself or wave your hands or something and then I'll be able to see it or go ahead and put it in the chat box. Okay, Elizabeth, you have a question? I'm gonna go. Oh, sorry. I thought I was just supposed to wave. <laughs> I'm waving back at you. <laughs> okay, all right, so, um, I know there's a lag and I have a tendency to talk very quickly. So I just want to make sure that, that please jump in or put it in the chat if you have a question and I continue to talk. So otherwise, if there's no questions, I'm going to go ahead and start looking at the paintings. Does, uh, yeah, yeah, here I am. Uh, I, I don't know if you're getting me. Is that Bob? Yeah. Oh, hi, Bob. Yes, I. It just it doesn't show Bob up there, so. <laughs> it's like my house. <laughs> so, how are you doing? Oh, good. But go ahead. Do you have any questions? No. Okay. Alrighty, then I'm gonna mute everybody, and then um, uh, uh, the good thing is you know how to do your tools, and you know what I'm working on as far as trying to make it easier for you. Uh, like if we did a longer painting time or something like that, so you could actually, like I thought, wow, wouldn't this be cool if you can have it on the TV and then even have a friend over and you're painting at one table if you want, you know. I just think that there's a lot of possibilities. So, and the other thing I thought of, which I'd like to know in the chat box, if you can, like I thought, I think it's good to have the individual meetings for our class, but would you rather have a broader general meeting for all classes? I don't personally think that's what you'd like, but let me know. Would you like it just to stay to the class? So go ahead and you can write that in the chat box because I'd like to know, I'm always thinking, what, what is ideal for you? And then, oh yes, okay, so that's another thing, Jenny. Yes, the rapid resizer is a yearly fee, and if you're not happy with that, they will refund it. The other thing is um, you can try block posters for free, and that that's okay, you can do it, or you can go to, but the problem is it's just not the right size. And I have taken, I can't tell you the amount of time that I spent trying to make things the accurate size. And the easiest one for me right now is either me doing Photoshop and uh, doing that or doing the rapid resizer. So that, those are just options. And um, let's see, okay. Oh, and Rosita, what were the choices? I was just wondering, do you like, I think it's personally probably better for you at, because I'm trying to think, what do I want to do in 2019? I think it's better for you to have a, um, a, a meeting like this just for the class or would you like it as a broader general meeting? And I'm thinking about some options. I mean, I really don't want to waste time on this, but I'm thinking about like, 
I'd like to have a, a weekly meeting where I show up and have everybody there if they like. The problem is I don't know if I can show up every week. So that's one thing. I'm thinking about how to change things. So I want to know what is ideal for you. And um, so the choices are, is whether or not you like a meeting just for this class or would you like it for more than one class, like a general meeting, and then I just choose a few paintings. Okay, perfect. I'm getting your feedback here just for the class. That's what I think too. Okay, sounds good. Then what I'm going to do is start looking at paintings. Now, I wasn't going to start with this, but I am. I think that this is a good one. Like, you know that this is the first one we have in our, um, our um, course. You know, just working with this, we've got great color. I like how they have this uh, darker value back here. In fact, I think it was last week we saw it with a white background, a completely white background with no stems. So this really sets everything off nice. I, they really handled this well. The reason why I'm showing you this is that I want you to see what, what Terry did with this. She was in one of my earlier sessions and she took that same flower took all of that, those lessons that you're working through and how she developed that background, which is absolutely beautiful. And the composition is wonderful. It's really coming right up at you. Great shadows, wonderful highlights, great light on the table. And I just really wanted you all to see this. So she's taken that idea and taken it a step further. So I'm really proud of you, Terry. I don't know if you're here, but, and if you are, you're welcome to unmute yourself. But that background is so well done. Let's take a look. Let's see, what do we have here in the chat? Okay, yes, Rosita, it is beautiful. And um, I'll take a look, Jenny, at that at the end. Yes, I'd like, that's what I'm working on, Some, something like that. So anyway, I just wanted you to really see this. We looked at this last week, and so you can see where you can take it by incorporating all those lessons. So let's go ahead and take a look at our, uh, let's see, let's take a look at our green cymbidium first. And I'm gonna go ahead and close this out. And Let's take a look at this. Okay, so Rosita, I believe this is yours, and this, is that correct? Rosita? Okay. I can hear you, yeah. So this was done on 140 pound, right? Yes, correct. Okay, because this is where we get that little wobbly part in that, and that just, because we're using a lot of water. And so you're, uh, so tell me about, uh, you had some concerns with this. I thought you did a beautiful job. I can see that you tried to lift color out here. So tell yes. me. Uh, I don't have, I mean, I, I feel good about this, uh, considering that it was a 140-pound paper, mm -hmm. and it was very hard to work on on such paper. Mm -hmm. I think I managed it well, so, except the area that I tried to lift up some color, you know, mm -hmm. some paint. And uh, um, obviously, as expected from 140, you know, um, that happened. But overall, I'm happy with this one. Okay. If you are happy. Oh, yeah. No, I just wanted to make sure that, 
that I addressed if there was a, a, a problem or question that I, I got to it. So yes, I think it's challenging on the 140 pound. I think it's great practice. And I think you've done a wonderful job with your water to color and blending that. And as we come up into some other paintings, well, uh, this is okay, but we get some of those lines around there and all that is is just practice. You know, that's just, it'll fix it. It won't fix itself in this painting. You'll just get better at it. And then if you wanted to give it more depth, just a tiny bit of a shadow here, but you've done a beautiful job and you're absolutely right on track. So, okay. And then this one here, We've got a stunning background here. I think, um, let's see, Claire. I think, Claire, that uh, you mentioned that you thought that, it, it, because you used, I believe, the phthalo blue or the Prussian blue, and you got that very, it is a really intense background. I mean, I thought that for myself when I did it. And, but I think that it's great to work with getting that really dark background, even color, and it pushes you. So, uh, what I would say here, you've got this, you may want to deepen the value a little bit. I think you've done a great job overall, but if I wanted to give it more depth, you could add just, because that's a darker green here, you may want to incorporate just a tiny bit of a darker value in there to push it back a little bit. You really don't have to do much. I think it's very well done. Do you have any questions, Claire? Are you here? No? Okay. Alrighty, but then this is beautiful. I think you've all done such a good job on, is that you? Yeah, it's Claire. Hi. Yeah. Hi, yeah, no, I, um, I had fun doing the switching it, the color from the pink to the green. I thought that was a good lesson. Well, you've done a beautiful job with the amount of water to color and then blending it softly. So is there anything that you'd like to change or that you want different in this? Well, I was kind of wondering about some of the green if I should, add some blue to it to make it a deeper value and uh, get a little more depth. I would, I would consider that because we've got our blue back here and we've got our green here. Once you get that background in, uh, or you know how we did it a little bit differently in this one, a lot of times you'll need to evaluate the colors that you have here and bring a little bit of that into this. You don't need much. It's just, it harmonizes everything and it'll push that back a little bit. Even if you don't use exactly the same blue, Right. Just a, a little bit of a blue tint in there and you don't need much. Otherwise, it's just pretty green. But that is a vibrant green, which they are. They're beautiful. Now, now, the other thing I might have kept in mind, did you use uh, just watercolor or did you use the fluid acrylic? No, this is just watercolor. Okay. So one thing, I think that is is fine. What I might consider if I did this again is bring just even if a few leaves over here, so that way, you know, we just have, it breaks it up a little bit. Okay. Not, you don't even need much, just something to consider. If, because see how this goes up, you may want to bring it out if you want. But you know what, I'll look at my paintings and, and think exactly the same thing, like, oh, I should have changed this. Mm -hmm. So, and if you want to push this out, you may want to go a little darker back there, not much. Okay. So I love that freshness of the green that you have there. So, okay, thanks. And then Eleanor, I'm, yes. so this is, this is very uh, interesting. You know, it's very harmonious and I know the lighting is a little different on that. It looks like you may have uh, felt like you needed to lift some color out to get some lighter areas. Is that 
how you felt there? Yeah, yeah I dried it flat, and it went pretty well one color because I dried it flat. And so that's why I pulled out uh, quite a bit of the color on it. Okay. And I used the fallow, so really it's very bright. It's almost gold. Uh-huh. In, in color. I'm not used to using the fallow, so I sort of put it aside for a while. I'm about ready to go back in and do the back. You know, I'm not a, a person that usually likes to use the thallow colors at all for years and years and years, yeah. but I am trying to play with it a little bit. And I think that you've got such, a, I, I, from what I see here, I don't see it as being garish, but it's the lighting on the painting. And yeah, it is, um, it's quite dark, but anyway. Why don't you hold it up? I'm not here with it now that I've left it for a while. Do you want to? I did the green in the back and. And then I did the fallow and the other to make the green, and I was just sort of greened out. Do you want to hold your painting up so I can see it? Okay. Because, you know, I just even like the tone of color that you have here. And as you go along, I hope you can still hear me, is... Um, what I'd like to see you do is work more with the water on the surface. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oops. Hold it back a little bit. It still doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look too bright to me. You have to talk. Otherwise, I can't see it. You have to talk. Okay. Here we... Even that, that's... Okay. Added some more light. It's not coming through really good. That's okay. I mean, it's, it's still pretty close. I, I think you've done a great job. You know, um, what are I... Uh, also, what happens is when you're not very comfortable with those particular colors, like I am not a real bright person that way, so it doesn't usually resonate with me, but I think it's good to push yourself on this. Well, I think that's a lot of my problem. Like I like ultramarine blue and the cerulean, and those are sort of the ones I use all the time. So this is why I did go with the fallow on mm -hmm. this one. Well, that's the same reason why I did, because I'm French ultramarine blue, always been new gamboge. The problem was new gamboge has changed. Hansi yellow is good. So they're strong colors, but they're a little heavier. You know, they're not. Yeah. And you're not on the West Coast, are you? No, I'm up in um, Edmonton, Canada. Oh, well, that's the West Coast, right? No? No, no, that's the middle. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Canada is kind of like all up there. Okay, well, I think you're doing a great job and just continue on when you have a chance. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks. And then this one here, this is looking really good. We've got, I, what I like is how you went darker with your values through here and then it's lighter up here. You have a lot of depth in here. My, um, I think I'd like, or, I mean, this is fine. This is working out very, very nicely. But if, if it was, put that in the chat or unmute yourself. Yes, it was. That I just you? one quick thing I'd like to say. Uh-huh. Um, I was having a lot of trouble with the blossoming and it dying differently in different areas. And then I realized that I was under the heater vents. Mm. At the 
house and it was the heater vents were drying. So if you wanted to dry evenly, wait for the heater to go off. <laughs> you know, that that happens a lot in workshops where people will be underneath the air conditioner or the heater. It can really affect it. So did it make a difference when you moved to another spot? No, I waited for the heater to go off. Then I paint. <laughs> And when he comes back on, I move my paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds challenging. Well, the other thing, okay, so let, let's look at this for just a second. Uh, let's see, uh, let me go back out of this because I see something developing here. Okay, so I've got this big puddle of water that's gonna happen with the 140 or even the 300, that can happen. And then I'm going to take my number 30 brush, remove the extra water, and then I'm gonna go ahead and lift some of that out. You don't need to press too hard. We can see how even this is now. So let's say I wanted to go ahead and lift it out. I could, I could lift some of it out. I try to not do that. I prefer it creating a natural highlight and then come back in and try to uh, layer the color. But we can do this. And why I'm pressing harder now is because I'm not getting the color and I'm not getting the highlight back that I want. So when I do that, it's really how you hold the paper. So you've got to force it. Don't be afraid to hold it straight up and down, move it around like that. So would that help you, Cindy? Like moving it around like that? Besides, or do you need to just wear your down jackets and? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So let's go ahead and uh, continue on looking at the other paintings that have come in. All right. So let's look at the vertical moth orchid. Okay. So this is a painting in progress. All right. So again, with um, what I'm looking at is your background. I mean, really, it's all just about practice. You're doing a great job with your background. That French ultramarine blue is what's giving you that settling and the texture of the paper. Now, if you don't like that, you can always dry it with a hair dryer to flatten the color, or you could always use a different blue. I just like the texture. And what happens is you'll have to constantly keep your paper at a slight angle to move it around so it moves and settles evenly. And the French ultramarine blue and the burnt sienna has a tendency to kind of stick onto the paper. So you gotta move pretty quickly through there, but you're doing a great job there. And then this one, I think Cindy, this is yours actually, right? Cindy, oh, she's there. I know she's there. Yeah, okay. yeah it, it is, it is. You know, what I really, really like about this is your balance of color through this, having um, that, that more taupe color up here into that golden color. And I really like this here where it looks like you lifted color out. Did you lift color out? It was wonderful through there. No, it just, it, it was a real light green, real light pale. Uh-huh. So it barely shows through. Oops. You can still hear me, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you never know. I have so many things happening here. But I think that worked out so nicely. That's one of my favorite parts in here. And how you handled this center very, very nicely through there. Very delicate, beautiful highlights, nice greens. Great job with your uh, stem here and how you've shaded both sides. So you've done a, a very good job, and I really like how you carried that green into some of those other areas too. It's very, very well balanced. Such a Thank nice you. transition from the top to the bottom. So, Thank you. So I hope you're very proud of this. 
I I am. I am actually. Something, <laughs> something, something came together with this one. You did a good job. Good job. And I really like that you've got the highlight and that green. Now, green works so well with all those other colors. And what I also really like is you've got such a nice balance of your values through here. You know, it's not too dark. It's not too light. It's enough. And this, this everybody should really pay attention to this because it is so well done that it lifts this petal forward and away from that. So, and then by going darker here, it pushes this and pulls it over. So you have a very, very nice balance throughout the entire painting. Thank you. So, okay, you're welcome. All righty, so let me just make sure that I've got everybody muted there. And then let's look at the next one here. All right, and then again too, what I think with this, you've got a great job. I'm looking to see if it's, um, Eleanor, are you still with us? Do you have any questions on this? No, I quite enjoyed it. I like um, working the background. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to do that before. The one thing I find in the painting is I'm not used to as complicated pictures, and I tend to get lost in all the little shapes. Mm -hmm. And I, I wind up, oh, well, I did simplify part of it, especially the, um, the vines going down and, and that. And... Then I wind up having to sort of draw my own little thing because it hasn't turned out right. But anyway, it's coming better. That's what I find the most challenging is all the different shapes. Well, you know, I totally agree. You know, coming back into the orchids, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it's not a comfortable place for me either so much because it feels like I start to get fussy with little details and I don't enjoy little details. You know, I like to have big mm -hmm. flowing things. So, yeah. um, so I hear you on that. And what I think your background is beautiful, beautiful transition through here. I also, I see that you have some of this background color in your flowers. Now, Personally, I would consider adding um, just maybe, to, do you want to leave it like this or do you want to perk up the color a little more? What do you think? No, I think it's not quite done. I was working on it last night to sort of get the centers of the flowers in and get some more shadows in. Okay. But um, I, really I, I would worked at it some more. I really like these. I think that, you know, you could vary your greens up a little bit because if, mm -hmm. okay, so like if we look, you can see what she has here. It's like a two-tone yeah. effect there, just so you know. And then having that blue-gray color, that ends up, and here she's got that background, which is similar to yours, sort yeah. of. Yeah, just so, so we're on the same page, but you're doing a beautiful yeah. job. You've handled this so nicely through here. I really like that little bit of detail in there. You're right yeah, on track. I'll, I'll work on it some more. Okay. Well, it's beautiful. So yeah, yeah I would just comfortable with. Once I got into that fallow blue, it just blew my mind. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to blow your mind. <laughs> Uh, I know, well, we don't need much. I mean, and it was so interesting in some of my other paintings that I've done this year, I have incorporated more of that Windsor blue, a green shade or a red shade, and yeah. that's basically the thallow blue. And it's been nice, but what, why we're using that is because it's more transparent and it doesn't have that um, sedimentary look to it. I like, the, I like the sedimentary colors. And I find, like I, I started painting 12, 
13 years ago. And there was so much more sediment in the paper. It's oh. been a real adjustment mm -hmm. in the, in the uh, paint. Well, it's I, been a real adjustment to not have that to work with. I don't like it when things change. I don't like it when they change their pigments or their paper uh, or their masking. Now, that, now, I don't know if I sent it out in this last email to everybody. Did you get that note about how I'm leaning more towards the, which will apply to everybody. I haven't personally worked with it, but that graphics, uh, the white um, masking. Oh, here we go. I've got it right here. So, because I'm really disappointed in the, in the PBO and they changed it to where it's no longer gray. It has a blue color. And when it has that blue color, it can stain the paper. It doesn't peel off as well. So I'm not happy with it. They say that they can't recreate the um, problem, which I don't know about that. But what I'm going to do is, I'm, let's see, whoops, wrong thing here. So basically, in the chat, I wanted to get to the chat again. You can email it. Um, Oh, and you sent them, an e thank you, Rosita, yes. So that would be info at PBO, I think it's .net. I don't know if it's .net or .com, I can't remember right now. But let them know, and they say they can't recreate it, so show them an example if you can. All right, so let's go ahead and take a look at this one. You've done an excellent job, very uh, comfortable. I think you could push it and actually have it be a little more dramatic. This is beautiful as is, but if I'm looking at that, I may push it just a tiny bit further. And where I would go with that is in that background. Something to think about. You don't have to, but um, that, and like I know for myself, that's what I'd consider. And then I'd be thinking, oh, did I push it too far? So this is Lynn. Are you still here, Lynn? What do you think? You may also want to, if you did that, just barely increase the color through here and your shadows. I think it could go just a tiny, tiny bit further, if you want. Yeah, uh, I'm still here. I just uh, think uh, uh, the color looks a little bit um, paler. I feel like, like you said, I need to um, increase something, contrast, uh, to make it more dramatic. Right now, it's like, okay, it's a flower. <laughs> Yeah. That seems really exciting, you know? Okay. But I don't know where to start. Uh, okay. Well, so you've got your darker know. well, you've got your darker colors down here. What you could do, mm -hmm. you could go and you could work wet on dry. This is if it was mine, this is what I'd be thinking about. Okay, I'd be thinking wet on dry that and I would um I'm gonna go ahead undo this for a second. Let me see if I can clear it. I'm going to try to get it more on the screen so it's not as big. And I'll tell you my thoughts as if it was mine. Because you've got it there. It just needs to go a tiny bit further. And, okay, so we've got down here. I would go ahead and we've got background noise. So I want to make sure, hold on. I want to make sure that I've got everybody muted so you can unmute yourself, Lynn, if you want to. I just want to make sure there's no background noise. And I'm looking for my tools that are going to work. Okay, so what I'd be doing is going darker down here. I'd be looking for the tiny area right here. And see there's a little spot where it's like a little narrow place there. It stops here. So this would be a fairly safe place to go. 
and then I'd be bringing it up a little further. Of course, you're gonna reduce the size of your brush, and then I'd bring it up here, go darker, uh, maybe have test your color, have a little bit of indigo, maybe even do a permanent alizarin crimson with a quinacridone uh, gold with a little bit of indigo in there, and you know something like that. Test your color, see what you like. I think that might be a nice color. And you see by going darker, that's pulling all of this, okay? So you have it all here. It just needs a little bit more. And then here, I would go, let's see, this is gonna be a little too, too big, uh, you know, not the right color, but you just a tiny bit more. And if you have that slightly darker value through there, it cleans up those edges, it makes it more dramatic, but you're just gonna go right over those areas that you already have in just a few places, and it's gonna crisp everything up. So, you know, just to give you an idea. And then I would also come back in here and then uh, have a little more color along those edges through there. Does that help you? Obviously these are funny brushes, but uh, hopefully that gives you a better idea. Does that work yeah. for you? Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. Okay. I'm going to give it a try, not, try, try not to ruin it. <laughs> I know, we'll Sometimes see. Sometimes when you apply additional colors, it's like, whoops. <laughs> you don't really need, it's just uh, another layer. Think, no, I know you're going to feel scared. I just have a feeling you'll be scared. So this is going to be, I want you to increase the water. I want you to increase your pigment to water blend in your palette. It's not going to be mm -hmm. thick and pasty. I don't want it to be too watery, otherwise you're gonna to have to do it again and then you're gonna lift up the previous layer. You don't wanna do that. You're going okay. to use your number 20 blend brush, not a synthetic, or the, the 30's gonna to hold too much water. I would use my number 20 through here, I think, you know, and start in this area and you don't, and once you get in here and here and then you're coming up this area, just transition over to your number 30 or uh, your 20 with just clean water and let it transition. Leave all this alone. Let's just get a little punch in there. Okay. Okay. It's beautiful. Right. It's beautiful. Thanks. Okay. And then Rosita. Okay. So then Rosita really has basically the same idea. It's very dark and dramatic down here. She's got a wonderful reddish color up here. That's beautiful. It's in progress. You just have to continue to work on your centers in a little bit with your values, but you're right on track and doing a beautiful job. Do you have any comments, Rosita? Yes, do you think I should go darker or this is dark enough? I think it's dark enough. I think, okay. don't you think so? I think so. Yes. From yes. what I can see. I think that okay. you need to have, again, more a color in this area and maybe a little more but I don't, you know, here's the tricky thing. You don't want to go too dark with your um, shading through there, but we need a little more color. So if you had your brush stroke, maybe, let's see if we had a smaller one, like basically, you know, if, uh, because I don't want to lose that in the background. You could leave that alone, but then when it comes up to this area, let's start adding just a little more color so that highlight stands out a little bit more. Again, it's just like, like Lynn's painting. You just need to push it a little bit more. So leave your background alone, continue working on your flowers, and just take your time. Don't rush. 
Okay. All right. Thank okay. you. Okay. You're welcome. You're doing a beautiful job. Beautiful, beautiful job. Okay. And so then here you've got a good background down here. Now, one thing I wanted to look at with this one was um, the... Let's see. What I wanted to see through here... Oh, it looks like... I guess what you did was... Okay, we masked, okay, so you masked everything through here. We have that hard edge, I would imagine. Is that, Sarah, are you here by any chance? I'm going to double check, see if I see Sarah. Sarah, I, I see. Yes. Hi. So tell me, what do you think, and what are your questions on this? Um, well, um, I have a lot of hard lines in the stems and the buds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did, okay, so that is what I wanted to talk to you about. Now, are you, um, it looks like you've got the water here and you put a little bit of color in here. Did you mask these? Yes. Okay. And then, so, so what's happening is, because I'm thinking the masking will leave one type of hard edge, but I'm thinking that you put the water in and then maybe, so the water is flooding back in there and pushing the color to the edge. That's what I think is happening. Does that make right. sense? Okay. Yeah. All right. So you've got that. So you would have to reduce the amount of water that you've got through here. Okay. And yeah. then we've got this and then you're coming in with your background. Okay. Now then the other thing that can happen is with these edges here, you can hide that if you come in with your darker background. So let's go ahead and give that a try. See if we can do that. Okay, so like if you go ahead and bring that up, because this is what I would do, and in a lot of times, so you know, get the, you get the same idea, bring it up a little higher. Because I think what's happening is you're getting a, a lot of water here, so then you're seeing the overlapping edges. Uh-huh. So this would help clean it up. That is one way to resolve that. Okay, so then do you see it's, it stands out? But I think what's happening is maybe when you lay this down, you have perhaps maybe more of a bubble of water on there. Does that make sense? Instead of it um, maybe being, let's try this. Okay, I'm gonna get rid of this. And let's get out of that. Okay. So what I think is happening is that you might have too much water. Like you might have like a, actually this is, this will be fine. Let's see if I can get this down a little bit more. Okay, there we go. And what I mean by a bubble of water, you can, do you see how that, it's sitting up on top? I think you can see what I'm saying. And I don't mind that it's got a color in there, but you might be having just too much water in here. Okay, can you get the idea of that? See how that's really, really wet? Okay, and then if you're coming in with your color, let's go ahead and get some on here. And then you come in and you put your color on, whatever color we choose to do. 
that little bit of water in the center can push out creating, and if you came in a couple times, it could create that hard line. So, I mean, it's just something to experiment with. And then, so if I would be doing it, I'd still want to get some water in there. But do you see how, I don't know if you can see it. Let, you'll see it once I get this on. I can see it pushing it to the edge. Okay. And then here, I don't have as much water. We can see how one really moves and how one doesn't. Right. Okay. And then with this, I would lift it up to move it intentionally, but this way it has nowhere to go but the edges. Okay. So I, I think that might be what's happening. I, I believe so. Okay. And, but other, your painting is beautiful. So, and then are you, uh, what do you think? Are you going to take it a little step further or you could also, another thing you could do is let's do this here. Sorry about this. Because if I had a, a situation that I didn't know what to do and I had things like that, I may come in, I can't really do it because these are wet. I may go wet on dry. Okay, wet on dry. So that way it'll hide that. And then I would like to use a 14, but that's a little wet, or not, I don't even know what to use to say there. And then I would come in and just soften it a little bit. So that way it, it kind of incorporates things a little bit. You see, what I, that has a lot of water, less water, wet on dry and soften. Okay. Does that help at all? Yes. Okay, great, great. And then you can always see this in the recording too. So let's go ahead and go back there. And then we've got, um, oh, let's go to this. Okay, now I know some of you are not here yet, but let's look at what has come in. Okay, I'm gonna flip through these so we can take a look. Oh, I wanted to show you. Now, two of these are from uh, past sessions. I just want why I have them in here, I just want you to see how they look with a dramatic background. Do you see how that very dark background having a lighter shadow through here really makes this dramatic? This is an, uh, a past session. And what I liked about this here was how they transitioned from the darker color into the browns and into the blues. I just want to give you some ideas of the things that you can use and do. And you can always refer back to these. These will be in the previous session so you can look at them. Okay, so now here you've done a great job with your background. You're right on track. I do think that you could have used maybe um, a darker value in here. And I understand that these are probably your little fingerprints. And the other thing, uh, you may not want to go as dark with your shadow there because then when we have a dark spot like that, that's pretty much where the eye goes. So you may want to lift a little bit of that color out. You could leave the background alone, lift a little bit of that color out, and you could increase just a few of the values through here. Like, let's take a look at this. You see how they have the darker color right up there. Let's look at this one here and right through there, then it pulls your eye up into those flowers. So again, I think you could use just a tad, 
had more color there, I would lift this out. You can leave the background alone and just put a mat over that. You handled this beautifully. Everything else is very, very, very well done. Okay. And then through here, I think that we have the same problem. Your background's amazing. Just beautifully done. And let's see, we've got these edges through here. Now, Sarah, is this yours by any chance too? Is, is this the same edges? Yes, and this is on the, the I used, um, what's it called, something white. Incredible white. Is it the masking? Oh. Yeah, it's called Incredible White, and I used it because I was afraid the PBO would leave uh, blue or, or whatever. So I tried this Incredible White, and it lifted the surface somehow, so that now every time I try to put water on the petals, it blooms. Okay, so I have the Incredible, I haven't used it myself. I haven't tried it. I figured that that's what I'm going to have to use. Now, are, you're using Arches paper, right? Yeah, Arches with the Incredible White, and maybe, maybe, I don't know. Do you, it, I, is it the batch so. 245 by any chance? I don't, I don't know. I think it was 244, but 244 seems to be acting the same as 245. Okay, it has that velvety surface. Yeah. Now, did I tell you, I mean, well, I've told you, um, like, I'm not going to go into the whole thing about the the paper. They say they change it 2%, but then they say the top side, it reacts more like a harder sized surface, and then the back side has a softer sized, I don't know how they're going to do that, but so... So like what we talked about earlier, how when they change a color, like with the heavier pigment in the French ultramarine blue, when they change something, then it affects all of us. And I don't know what they, they're thinking. You know, it's like, oh, no one's going to notice, but we notice. And so, okay, so you've got these edges. Let me so think. I've got these, you know, it, it blooms. No matter what, I can't get any intensity on the inside of the petals. Cause you know, I, it's really weird. It's, it's either it's absorbing down. Right. Or it's absorbing out, I'm not sure. You know what? I think it's that paper again, because that's the problem um, I had when I was doing that demonstration. It's that I could not get the color intensity. And then you're trying to do that you know, you think it's you, it may not be you, but you were able to get the uh, intensity in the leaves down here. Yeah, I used an extreme, um, extremely thick paint. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. You know, I, I'm totally thinking about this because like even when I did the, um, the loose flowers, I don't know, are you in my loose flower course? No, okay. I, I can only handle one course at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Smart girl. Okay, because like with the loose flower course, I'm encouraging people to try different papers. And what happens there is that the, um, depending on the sizing on the surface, will affect the color intensity too. Now you were also able to get a nice good color intensity in the background. So yeah. maybe you need to increase that color. And even if you used more color in there, you weren't able to do that? Um, I, I think that would be the next step. Um, I, I still don't know, like, I think I have to choose a different color, perhaps. Well, like Rosita said, um, 
What about doing the wet on dry method, like I showed you with that stem, that third stem there, and then uh, perhaps if you're just putting uh, just the water in there and then dropping the color in, it might just be too light. And then Cindy said, how about um, like trying to burnish the paper a little bit by using a spoon? And what you would basically do is take a piece of note paper on top and then the back of the spoon and burnish the top side and it'll flatten the surface of the paper. Something we all don't want to have to spend time to do, but it might help. So you rub the spoon on the paper? Yeah, let's go ahead and take a look at that. So I don't have a spoon with me, but basically what you would be doing is this would be your image and then you would take, I'm thinking, do I have anything here? You take your image, place a piece of a note paper on top and then take that belly of the spoon and just burnish the paper. Unless, um, unless Cindy has a different way of doing it. And so if we look at this too, you can see the difference now, I think like what Rosita was saying, I think that is a good plan. Let's go ahead and try that. So if you went wet on dry, that way you're gonna get more color intensity, right? Yes. And because I think what you're doing is what we've, it's kind of balancing everything between both the wet into wet and wet on dry. Okay, and then I think, now I could see I was gonna have a little blossom here, so I had to force that water over to the side. Just know that you have to play with it. And let's see, how about, and then down here. But see, wet on dry, I can easily get this kind of look because it's going to dry faster than this area down here. The water's gonna crawl back. But what you could do then is take your color and drop it in. It's like it just takes time and playing with it and then again moving it around just like that. That's a little extreme but hopefully that gives you a better idea. Does, okay. does that help? Yes. Okay great. Well you're doing a good job. You're doing a really really good job. I want to get you away from those really hard edges because I think that that's incredibly frustrating so I want to work with you on that. And um, then I have already closed the uh, image file with all those green, let me get back to this, with all those green cymbidiums. And I forgot to mention that some people were having problems with the, um, like the little spots like that, that there's like, like one little spot there. That's just one of the things that can happen. And no, the magic eraser is not going to lift that, not with depending on what you have. If you've got a regular watercolor, it's going to lift it. If you're using uh, a fluid acrylic, which, you know, I tried it in this course just the for the first time, uh, it's going to give you a nice rich color intensity, but it's also, it can be very flat and it won't lift. Now, somebody also said they were having problems with that magic eraser. Now, if you're going to use it, make sure that you get it wet, it's damp, squeeze out the excess water, and then you can either do it on a dry surface or wet the surface with a damp brush and then lift, and then it should be fine. If you have any problems with that, let me know. And then let's look at our moth orchid. We've just got a couple of those in. Let's take a look at these. Okay, so 
Let's start with this one on the background. You're doing a great job with your background here. You might want to just leave this alone. I think it has a very nice, even texture. It feels good. You could make it more dramatic if you wanted to, but you're right on track. Okay, and then let's see. Beth, if you're here, do you have any questions or comments? I think your background is good. And it also looks like maybe you used your hairdryer a little bit to flatten it, and that's fine. Let's take a look here. Um, okay, Cindy, nice to see you today. Have a happy holidays. I think we are meeting before, I can't remember. I think we meet before or after again, but I'll, I'll talk to you soon. All right, and what I also see is that here. Mine I'm sorry? Is that mine, Burgess? Uh, this is Elizabeth. Yes? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. So I did that and you reviewed me before on that already, so I wasn't sure that that oh, was me. Oh, okay. Okay, well then I've already reviewed you. Um, I tried to make sure because sometimes people send it in the day really close to the meeting and I try to look to make sure if I did. So I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you for letting me know. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And then this is Claire. Claire, did you have any questions? I think, did we look at this too? Did I pick up the... I think we may have already looked at this. So I believe we did with, uh, because I remember the brush strokes in the background and this is wonderful. You did a great job on there. So I think we already looked at that. And then Lizette, I had a couple submissions from you. So I just want to make sure that I have covered you. I think that's correct. Uh, Are I, you? I have a question. Okay. Uh, I have had an overload of out of town company. Uh -huh. I'm way behind. And I was wondering how many more weeks do we have to use the programs? Well, you know what? You have unlimited access to that. So even after the course, you can um, uh, continue painting. It's just okay. that I am not doing live meetings after the course until I run the session again. But you can, okay. you can go ahead and submit your paintings or ask me questions, and I'll do my best to respond. Now, now one thing that you all can help me with is that... Um, like I always debate whether or not I should send it out to the entire school as or to the class about the next meeting because I don't want to bombard you with too many emails. I, I want you to be able to be interested in them. So I don't know if I should just keep it for that session and remind you. So anyway, I'm always trying to figure that out. And okay, what happened with this one was I screwed up the background and I tried to fix it and I made it more of a mess and then I rushed everything real fast and it's, I, I'm not very happy with it. Okay so what do you want to do? Do you want to try to... Uh, I just want to start over again. Okay <laughs> then why don't you start over again instead of us trying to struggle with that? Okay and then what I would do is listen to the reviews of the other one to help you have a better idea of what to do and where to go. Yeah. Okay great great. Yeah, I know this was, a, I, even for myself, I thought, what am I doing thinking about having classes at this time? But I get so darn excited. Well, I, I haven't had the, any company for forever, and they all decided to come now. <laughs> ah, that sounds typical, doesn't it? Yep. So, <laughs> okay, so let's look at this one. This is Marjorie. Are you still with us, Marjorie? Okay. Yes, yes, I am. Hi. Hi. Do you, Hi. <laughs> so do you have any questions or comments? You did a beautiful job. Uh, no, I actually, yeah, it was just 
the paper was a little funny. So that's, you know, I, I had areas where the color seemed to be flowing well in the background and then others where it, it sort of seemed to stick. Right. And I feel like it was the paper more than anything else because it was moving fine in other areas. But, you know, other than that, I'm kind of happy with it. I think it's beautiful as is, and I would leave it alone. And, you know, you if you wanted to add just a hint of another, maybe like a, just to kind of maybe if there, do we have yellows in some of those or you could consider that you don't have to do that. See how it has just a tad of something. You don't have to do that. My concern is the paper and we've had a huge issue with that. I don't have the answer to that of a paper that's comparable to what I have worked with for years. You know, so a lot of papers have a softer size surface, and if they do, then the color doesn't move across the surface the same way. And I'm not going to be able to battle with arches. You know, they're they're gonna they say, oh, it's fine. You know, I, yeah, I, t I usually use Fabriano, but because you use arches, I figured it's it's part of the learning experience. Well, you know, I'm learning how to use different surfaces and things. Well, Fabriano, I, I do like it, but I don't get the same flow of color on there. Are you? Yeah. Well, it, it'll be interesting. I think I might do one of the next paintings on Fabriano and just, you know, sort of compare it. Uh -huh. um, I, you know, I, I think, I just think it's, it's good to learn how to use the, you know, work with different surfaces. Absolutely. And just get an idea of how the color is moving. So yeah. I'm finding that's really helpful. Well, you did it. I love this area right here. You've got great values and shadows in here. It looks beautiful. Oh, thanks. So. Okay, everyone. So that is all our paintings for today. And Let's see, uh, let's see, can you share about how we can contact Arches about the 245? You know, I've contacted Arches, I tried to, it's, it was Canson sold to, um, Arches sold to Canson, Canson sold to Cole Art, and I've tried to contact them, I have not been able to contact them. The best thing you can do is contact your art store where you purchase the paper, or mail order company. And oh, one other thing, I think that, um, let's see if I, oh, right here. So one thing that I'm experimenting with here is, I'm enjoying this, is that I have created these kits. Um, and I'll just give you a peek at this. So like here I have my basic material and I'll give you a little video on this. I'm not prepared for that yet. My, my materialist, all these little kits that you can find on the materialist to try to make it easier for you to gather your own. And here some people were looking for how can they use a digital projector and I really don't have a recommendation, but I thought I'd give you options, a place where you can find things. So here, like if we look at the basic materialist, there's Arches paper here, but if you contact um, Dick Blick or Cheap Joe's, you're probably going to get a better deal. I'm just trying to give it, uh, give you options. And if you're in Canada, then I would consider Curry, uh, I guess Curry's or um, Studio Six out of Markham. So anyway, just so you get an idea, I'm trying to create these spots where it's easy, easier for you to gather your materials. And again, your feedback is important to me to how to make it easier for you. And then this is brush stroke paper. I, I included a little video on that, I think, or, or it's coming up. I don't know. So, 
Okay, everyone, let's see. Are there any other questions? Let's take a look. And so, uh, Eleanor, you bought some three, oh, 300 rough, and it was closer to the 300 cold press. Well, that's very interesting. It doesn't flow quite the same, but it's not as bad. Uh, and you also go wet on dry. Okay. I'm sorry? I can get a flow on it, not as good as the old arches, but I could also put it down like a line, an outline, and then go in with the lighter color or a bit of water, and I don't get the hard line. It just, so yeah, I, I'm quite happy with it. Oh, I don't know what it was like before, but uh -huh. I bought a whole bunch of it. Well, you know, you just uh, brought something to my attention too, like uh, Sarah, if Sarah's with us, okay, I see you there, is that um, that also having that softer sized paper, so if it is the arches, if it's a two, I don't know about the two four, two four four, but the two four five, just the same thing like with uh, a Kilimanjaro paper, even though those are all wonderful, you get a slightly different edge. Uh, than yeah. than I did, so that's a very very good point, El Eleanor. Yeah, I, I like the the rough. That's what I'm gonna buy a stock of, so I have it for a while. Uh huh. So that's really interesting. So that that's I think a big deal for you, Sarah, right there. So I think it could be that paper surface too. Okay, everybody. So I think that concludes today's meeting. You know what I should do? Let me take a look and let's see. Do I have the class up of course no I closed it let's take a look at that and I'll get that up I feel a lot of times like I am one of those little magicians with a lot of plates on sticks trying to I mean I have so many different things that I'm excited about doing so what do we have here okay so here this is Tuesday December 11th which is today and I think I need to look at my schedule so this goes to the 29th I am thinking maybe the 28th, but I know I have some things scheduled. I need to make sure I have the time on there. So be around there. Does that sound okay for you? All right. So if, does anybody have any comments? Rosita and Elizabeth are still muted and Bob and Arlene are still muted. And same thing with Lynn. So you can go ahead and unmute your, I wonder, there we go. Okay. So no, whatever. I, I do my best to unmute everybody. So, <laughs> okay. So I hope you get a lot of good art supplies for Christmas. Yeah. Did you put that on Santa's list there? <laughs> Always. Yeah. No, I never bother. If I wanted, I just go get it. <laughs> I'm like you too. I know. I said to my husband, can't you like, kind of put some effort into getting it? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know what to get you. And I said, okay, I'll just take a box and I'll wrap it because I already bought my, my gift. I bought myself a new camera and a, a, another recorder. I'm a nerd. You know, what can I say? I love that stuff. <laughs> you know. I can't say, you spend that much? Is that how much it costs? What do they like to do? Don't they have things well, they that... They want me to tell them what I want, but they want... To feel like it's, they think a hobby shouldn't cost so much. Uh, they, well, do they like sports? <laughs> what do they like, right? They, yeah, they're into sports, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff costs money. Yeah. You know, I thought about having gift certificates and all that. That was just too much work. And 
I just don't know. I have, I don't have my 2019 really planned out and I want to make some changes. I thought about offering more non-interactive courses for people. I don't know if, um, so, you know, I thought maybe people would like the non-interactive too, but I personally like the interactive. What are your comments? Does anybody have any comment on that? I think you learn more when you get feedback. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, yeah. So those are things that, you know, I also like the idea. We had so much fun when we would meet every week. And I like what we're doing is uh, Rosita's in the class with the, um, with the um, develop your own painting style. And what I've noticed is when I did a class where I would do a demonstration and then everybody was supposed to go do their own painting, they didn't, they all did the demonstration. So it seems like, and but then there's in this class, people are really encouraged to do their own paintings. And I, it's been amazing to watch everybody grow, but somehow I want to incorporate that into another class that I can make more available to everybody. So, and I want to do one on deserts, on boats and things like that. I've got lots of ideas, so. <laughs> I just love it. Okay, everybody. Does anybody have any questions before I let you completely go? Or before I sign out? Um, we have another meeting, right? On December 28th. Did, did you add another class? I, ha I, I have to look at my, my calendar. On that because okay. I I might have other class I might have another meeting I know I do but I have to fit it in okay Birgit, yeah do you think you might ever come out to Australia and do some classes out here I don't know I don't have that in my plans but I won't be against it do you live in a good place? Yeah. <laughs> I think we it's need a class field trip. It's 38 degrees today. It's what? 38 degrees today. Oh, yeah? It's just like here, isn't That's, it? Summer? Yes. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Oh. Um, not sure. It's, it's warm. Oh, I was going to say, well, that's cold. <laughs> No, it's warm. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, and so where do you live? Where in Australia? I live in Melbourne. Okay. Oh. Well, nice, nice. I hear that's a great place for art. It is very, very good for us. We have great. a lot of um, students from down there. We've got, yeah. you know, from all over Australia and New Zealand. So I was on Artist Magazine, Australian Artist Magazine in 1999. It was funny. I've got so. the copy. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That. Thank you. That's so kind. I'm so happy about that. That's well, great. we're going to have Loving to... Loving the classes. Really, really, really great. All the set out and I love the meetings. Thank it's really you. Good. So we're a day ahead. Oh, okay. So are so you having... Wednesday here. So do you have any problems? You don't have any no, problems. No, no, no. It's okay. at, uh, nine o'clock in the morning on the week. Wednesday following. Oh, yeah. perfect. You know, another exciting thing that what we did, um, for some of us, we did a live class uh, for two, uh, two, three days. I think the two days is probably better for most. Jenny, weren't you in, were you in the two yeah. and three day or just the two day? 
if it was before yesterday, I don't remember. Okay, something like that. So anyway, what, what, what I'm trying to say, it was just fascinating because we had somebody yeah. down there in uh, New uh, Tasmania, I think it was, or yes. somewhere. And then we have in France and just... It's just so cool to be able to, that's why I wanted to make that little thing about how you can watch it on a bigger screen. So you don't have to strain your eyes to see it on a little thing. So that'd be fabulous. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm loving it. Okay, everyone, I'm going to let you all go because otherwise I'll just keep uh, talking. <laughs> Okay. Happy holidays. Oh, hey, Bob. How are you doing? There you are, quietly sitting there. Do you have any questions or comments? No. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Does anybody want to talk to somebody else without me? <laughs> okay. I'm going to let you go. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. Take Bye. care. Bye. Have a Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Now, if you're wondering how you can become one of my students, go to my website, birgitoconnor.com. And to help you be eligible for my student discounts, go ahead and sign up for one of my free courses. And thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, happy painting.